Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome back to Spotify Podcasters and Mediums with a Message with your host, me, Reverend Gail Hicks. Hope you've had a great week, and I'm so excited to be back because I want to discuss about my first experience going to Camp Chesterfield and my first reading with Reverend Bill English. Many of you might know some of my history. I haven't shared a lot on the podcasters here, but today I want to share my first reading with Reverend Bill English and how it affected my life. I know that many of you are searching, wanting to know answers, wanting to know how do I justify what I'm getting and how to discern is this true, is this relevant, and where do I go for help? You know, how do I know I can trust them and be vulnerable to let someone read me? Well, when I went to camp, my sister found camp and she said, we're going to go. There's like-minded people. They're like us. So we went. And besides going to seminary and taking some classes, if I can really think about what classes in the summer of 1987 in August that I took when I first went to seminary. I know one was meditation with Reverend Pat Kennedy and the laws of mediumship with Reverend Suzanne Greer, but I can't really remember all the other classes, but I remember my first reading. So I want you to picture going to this beautiful white little house with green shutters at the back by the cathedral on the Camp Chesterfield grounds. And I had scheduled a reading with Reverend Bill English. And he opened the door and he said, come on in. And I went into this beautiful, huge room. And it was all painted dark green. All the walls were dark green. And he had a table there and his armchair with the velvet cushions. And I sat down. He sat across from me and he gave me a sheet of paper. And he said, it's a little tiny paper. He says, I want you to put the name of loved ones at the top and a few questions and Put your name at the bottom, fold it in half, and hand it to me. I said, okay. I remember my questions. Because I was having trouble figuring out who these people were. Why this stuff was coming to me. So I wrote some loved ones who'd passed his spirit. But my questions were, who is and who are my guides and teachers? Who is my doctor of philosophy? You know, why do I I keep seeing um, a a swinging tea bag? That's what I saw in my mind's eye. A tea bag. Yes. And what what does that mean? What do a cup of tea? Why do I keep seeing that? What does that have to do with being my doctor? Of philosophy, my doctor teacher. It had on there, why do I see little sparrows all the time? My other question was, who is my Native American protector, my Indian guide? Who, who, who is that? Do I have one? And why do I always see the sun dancing up and down, up and down? And then I said, 
on another question was, I crammed a bunch of questions on the sheet of paper. I didn't write three questions. I wrote like a biblical paragraph. And then it was, why do I keep seeing match game? For those who remember this on in America that was called Match Game 93 or whatever with Gene Rayburn. I said, why do I keep seeing Charles Nelson Riley? What does that have to do with being one of my spirit guides? So I'm sharing with you what I wrote down and I handed the billet and that's what the little sheet of paper is called a billet or billet for French and it means a little note. So I was writing a little note to spirit. Bill took that piece of paper, held it in his hand. He rubbed it on his heart chakra, right on his chest plate, closed his eyes. And he said, the names of the loved ones that I put on there. I also forgot to mention, I put who is Nazarod? Question mark. And am I going crazy? Who are these people? Because I was. I couldn't discern who these people were talking to me, especially Nazarod. And as he was holding that billet and named my loved ones, Bill started to tell me the answers to my questions. Now I'm writing notes. This is back in 1987. No recording, no iPhones, no smartphones, good old pen and paper. That was it. So I'm writing these notes down as fast as I can while he's talking to me. And he says, the reason you keep seeing a cup of tea or a tea bag swinging back and forth like putting you under hypnosis is because your doctor teacher is named Dr. Bigelow as in Bigelow tea. And I was writing it down. I go, really? He goes, yeah. That's why he keeps showing a cup of tea. He's trying to show you my name's named after a tea, you know, name some teas and I was thinking well there's Lipton tea there's Tetley tea there's celestial seasoning and but he confirmed to me that what I was getting was my doctor must be named after some form of tea and that really helped me to find out okay I'm I am getting something I'm seeing it I'm hearing it I'm, I'm seeing these images they do mean something so Think about what I'm telling you when I'm giving you these symbols and signs. If you're having them in your mind, don't keep questioning it, but try to familiarize how does it relate to you and does that resonate with you? Because this resonated with me because when he says his name was Dr. Bigelow, I said Dr. Bigelow and all the chills ran over my body. But he told me his first name, Ralph, Dr. Ralph Bigelow. So I wrote that down. I put Dr. Teacher by it. Then Bill went on to tell me that my joy guide was so excited that I was come to Camp Chesterfield 
to come here and to study and she was so excited about studying and she had her little book satchel on she was ready to go back to school with me he went into this whole dissertation about my joy guide i'm thinking well who in the heck is my joy guide he said well she's this beautiful little native american girl and she loves to wear yellow her color's yellow so if you see the color yellow that's how you know that she's talking to you i was like i see yellow all the time when i blink my eyes you know i think i'm losing my sight but i'm actually seeing through my third eye sometimes when you blink listeners and you see other things while your eyes are closed that's your third eye looking out just to let you know and then i was like okay and then what is her name and is it a he is it a she and he goes oh your joy guide's a little girl for sure and her symbol and she keeps saying her name is little sparrow I was like little sparrow chills all over my body and not that I said this to Bill in the reading but I'll share with my listeners I was a little girl I was about eight or nine my dad was trying to keep me busy because I was a busy little kid and he made me go out in the backyard and he said let's feed the birds so we go out to feed the birds and he told me that if I sat under the bird feeder you know sit with your little legs crossed which I did and if you sat under the bird feeder it was really quiet the birds would land on me so you know my dad was just truthfully told me the birds would land on you but let me put some bird seed on you my dad took this bag of bird seed he sprinkled bird seed in my hair on my shoulders he put it in the palms of my hands and he told on my little dress I had bird seed and he said just sit here and and just be quiet and be still and the birds will land on you then he went in the house and left me out there because he's trying to give me something to do a few minutes later he looked out the window and I was not moving because I was waiting for the birds. When he looked out the window, the only thing on me were about four or five little tiny sparrows jumping all over me and eating out of my hand, sitting on top of my head, on my shoulder, eating. And I had little sparrows covering me. I remember that as clear as a bell. And I'll tell my listeners that when I go on trips, I've been doing a lot of road trips in my life, and I'd be by myself, and I would remember going across the Mass Pike and stopping at one of the rest stops and going to the restroom. And when I came back, out of all the places in the parking lot, not even near a tree, I come around one car to get into my car and what is jumping around by the door of my car but four or five little sparrows. I'd be sitting at a coffee shop with a friend drinking coffee and eating my little croissant or something and 
What would fly and sit on the chair right next to me? A little sparrow and chirp at me and fly off. That's how she wanted to, me to know how important she was to me and that she was there, but physically there. So this resonated in this reading with Bill. It's like, little sparrow, yeah. Made the, like an image or a flashback of when I was a little kid and dad said, be still and the birds will show up. But the only birds that landed on me were little sparrows. So now I knew that my doctor teacher was Dr. Bigelow. I'd written that down. And Little Sparrow. So that answered those questions. And then Bill went on to say that there was a beautiful Native American Indian guide. He was Cherokee from the Cherokee tribe. And he said that he symbols, his symbol was the sun. And that the reason I was seeing the, like, a ball of light or the sun dancing up and down was he was trying to tell me his name. Now, for many of y'all who remember the show Romper Room, <laughs> and I, I think it was only seen in America. So um, for my other listeners, um, it's not going to make any sense to you, but there was a show for kids when we were little, like Captain Kangaroo, Romper Room, and they had this part of Romper Room when this bouncing ball of light would bounce up and down when you sang along the song while you're watching TV. And that's what I would see in my mind's eye. That's what I'd see when I'd ask, who is my protector? Who is protecting me? What is your name? And Bill confirmed for me that my Indian protector, my Native American guide, who was a Cherokee, was named Sundancer. Wow, come on, Gail. How come I couldn't figure that out, you know? I, I didn't know how or what the names were for spirit guides. And I know many of my listeners probably don't know, you know, you're an average, your guides aren't going to have an average name like Joe <laughs> or Juan or Jose. It's not, it's not just an average name, especially for a Native American, they're going to have a very beautiful name. And however it translates into English or whatever language, it's going to have a lot of symbology. And Sundancer, who was my protector in a Cherokee from the tribe, the Cherokee tribe, was showing me when I meditated and asked a sun dancing across my mind. That totally resonated with me. And when Bill confirmed his name and told me how he came to me, why he came to me, all I could feel was this embrace, this warmth. I almost felt like he put a wrapped and put a blanket around my whole body. I felt so protective. And his color was 
a bright orange yellow. And I just resonated with him and I just felt like someone was rocking me, you know, back and forth with that healing energy. And that Reverend Bill English confirmed who my protector was. He said, you know, there's another guide stepping in here. And uh, he's your doctor of chemistry. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I had a doctor of chemistry, you know. So I'm writing this down. He says, the reason you keep seeing your favorite television show, game show, is because he's trying to give you the name of him. And he keeps showing that certain actor. And I go, yeah, Charles Nelson Riley." He said, yeah, but... His name is Dr. Nelson. That's it. That's all you needed. But his name was Dr. Charles Nelson, and that's all you needed. No Riley, you know? And I was like, oh! And when he said that, I, I got the chills all over my body again, confirming that was my way of knowing that when I said it, or I sensed it or saw it, if I got that chill running over, that meant, yes, this is true. This is who I am. Yes, this is what we're showing you. So just to let my listeners know, how do you get confirmation from a higher power or a guide or a teacher if you're not sure how to discern what you're getting? This is my confirmation. I got that chill over my body, and that was my yes. If I didn't get that, it would be a no. So he went on to tell me that Dr. Nelson was in charge of my chemistry of my body and that he was going to be there to help me with any of my health needs and my energy needs. And that he was working on me right now. Now, when he said that, I'm thinking, why would he be working on me right now when I'm just getting a reading? Anybody out there think why Reverend English would tell me that? Well, I'll tell you all. When you go to a very spiritual place that's saturated in healing, saturated in spiritualism, and saturated in the spiritual laws and the natural laws of God on a holy, holy ground. And you're in someone's home that's lived there forever, like 30, 40 plus years on such a healing campus and it's been there since 1886 you receive a certain current of energy through your body and if any of my listeners have ever been there you might know what I'm talking about but for my listeners who have not been to Camp Chesterfield in Indiana just driving your car over and through the threshold or the front gate of the camp, you feel different. It's like 
not time traveling. It's like you're in a bubble of energy. When you walk on the campground, you feel peace. Just enlightened. You feel light. It's like if you had any burdens, just drive over the camp and let it all go. That's how it felt. But when, when Reverend Bill English said to me, your doctor of chemistry is working on you right now. It's like, what is he doing? He said, well, he's working on your chemistry. He's adjusting you while you're here at camp so you can move forward and learn and absorb and tap into your divine gifts. Well, that's a great message. That's helping me out because that was my, one of my questions is like, what are my gifts? What am I supposed to do? And by the way, don't forget that last question. You know, why am I seeing these colors and symbols and signs and, and who is this Nazarod and am I crazy? I mean, those were my questions. Now, many of my listeners, when you go to a medium, you, you're not going to ask questions like that. You might ask, is my stock that I just bought, is it going to show a yield of a profit anytime soon? Should I buy this house? Am I going to be in love with so-and-so and get married? You know, those kind of questions. I didn't have those kind of questions in 1987 at my first reading. Mine was, who's Nazareth? Am I crazy? Who's my protector? Why do I see little birds all the time and tea and a cup of tea? Or, I had bizarre questions. And Reverend Bill English was talking directly to my gods and relaying and confirming to me that I wasn't crazy, that they'd been trying to tell me, hey, my name's Dr. Bigelow. That's why you see a cup of tea or a swinging tea bag. I'm named after a tea. Hey, I'm Sundancer. I'm your your Native American protector. That's why you keep seeing the sun dancing around. And then Little Sparrow. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm Little Sparrow. The little bird's around you, you know. It wasn't Little Bird. It was Little Sparrow. I love feeding the birds. I always have a bird feeder out. But she was trying to let me know who she was. And every time I'd watch Match Game with Mom and Dad or, or Dad, I would keep focusing on Dr. Charles Nelson Riley. And he was trying to tell me his name because my doctor of chemistry was Dr. Charles Nelson, just no Riley. So for my listeners... I was getting the names of my guides, but I wasn't understanding what I was getting. And even though it was reoccurring and reminding me, I still didn't get it. So remember, they're subtle when they try to inform you of their name. And if you can't hear them, they're going to show you something known and familiar so you're comfortable with it when they approach you. So those were the different 
ways that they try to get in touch with me and let me know. But when Reverend Bill English continued with my session and my reading, and he was getting, you know, he's feel, holding that billet and still feeling in the impressions of my questions, he was getting to my next question about who is Nazareth and, you know, who is this? And he said, you know, you're asking about another guide and you're wanting to know who is Nazareth. And right as he said that, the room, the seance room completely changed. Completely changed. The energy completely changed. And in the room, instead of being, it was not pitch black dark in there. He had a light on in there. But it was very soothing. It was low light. And all of a sudden, this, this blast of energy and light, the room started getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And you could feel this. You could just feel the room was different. And Bill is looking at me, but he's looking behind me in the, in the left-hand corner. And he says, Gail, you need to turn around and see what I'm seeing. Now, this is a seance room. I've never been in a seance room. I was like, okay. So I slowly turn around and look over my right shoulder into the corner. And what was there in the corner, which was a black, dark corner. There were a couple of chairs over there. But what had appeared, not from the ground to the ceiling, but from the ceiling floating down from the ceiling to the ground, was this electromagnetic, blue indigo light blue silver white light flowing into the room physically flowing into the sand room from the ceiling down to the floor and i'm looking at it reverend bill english is looking at it and it goes all the way down to the floor and then it pulls out into this giant light and keeps filling the room with this indigo blue light. We were totally mesmerized. We were still breathing. We were looking at this light. And what happened was a voice came from the light. Now, we both heard it. It said, I am Nazareth." And we just sat there in complete awe. And Bill English, he said, you're welcome here. And this light energy, this entity said, thank you, my children. And he said to me and Bill, that he came to make his presence known and that he wanted me to know that I was with him always. And Nazareth said that he was an intelligent energy of light that had come to work with me but had been with me for quite some time. 
and not to be afraid because he was there for me. And Nazareth went to tell Bill and I that he was a presence, an intellectual presence for me to be able to ask freely questions or guidance and that he would always send me the answers that I needed to know when I was ready for the responsibility of the answers and the guidance. He also said that time was irrelevant because there is no time, but that he would answer and foresee things but it had to happen on my own time because there's no time in the spirit world. And as he was talking to us from the corner of the room in the middle and that huge light that he was of the indigo silver powder blue streaming light, it was incredible. I would have to describe it as watching the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. <laughs> and he goes to the mountain and he sees the burning bush and the burning bush talks to him. I'm not saying that Nazareth is God. I'm saying that I'm trying to give you, all my listeners, an idea of what I was seeing was that kind of impression. I mean, it, what a spiritual impression I was getting in a seance room. And it wasn't my seance room. It was Reverend Bill English's seance room. And he was just completely in awe, too, because he wasn't doing a seance. He was just doing a reading. And this was independent. It's independent direct voice. It was completely independent from him. It was independent from me. It was like a full apparition in the room. And Nazareth, this energy he was sending was so healing. It was so peaceful. We were calm. We were not freaking out and going ballistic. We were caught into this wonderful blue silver light and this intelligence and this energy of, I am here. I'm here to help you. Naz went on to say, that he wanted to thank Bill for allowing him to come into his seance room. We were having a conversation. We were listening and asking this entity, this energy of light for confirmation of what I wrote on that sheet of paper, that little billet, the little note to spirit that I wrote down. And Nazareth was confirming what we wrote down. And before he disappeared and dissipated out of the room, he thanked Bill again and he said that he wanted me to know 
that he'd been with me always. And that what I had seen in my mind's eye, what I'd been hearing, what I'd been feeling was true. And he told me that I was not crazy. Nazarite told me that I was gifted. Nazarite told me that I was in the light and that he wanted to know my importance and that he was working with me because I was gifted. I just sat there speechless and all I said back to him was thank you thank you for being here then he said to Reverend Bill English and me he said um, bless you children I'm leaving now I send my blessings then all of a sudden As we were breathing in this light, we were so engulfed in the presence. This was just a 30-minute reading. Just a 30-minute reading. But I swear, I, it felt like eternity. It was like there was no time. There was no time at all. We were just consumed in the energy of Nazareth. Why is that, I ask my listeners out there, why would this be? How many of you have had a moment where you had a lapse of time? It was like unaccounted for. Or it just felt like time was extended. It's because you're in another world. When someone's presence is so intense, they can consume you into another world, another space-time, or time continuum, or energy. You forget that on the earth plane, it's only 30 minutes. Over there, it's five, six hours, four days. Who knows? But... When he blessed us, and all of a sudden the seance room went back to the regular light, the low light, we were so blinded by that incredible silver indigo blue light. It's my favorite color. Of course, she can't, you can't get any clothes made of that color because it's, nobody makes it. It's just absolutely incredible the color but the presence the feeling that we received Bill said to me thank you in my entire life I've never had anything like that ever happen to me now I was like really taken back I was like I'm coming to someone who has vintage 
years of experience with phenomena of every type. And this was his first experience in my reading with this type of presence to come into his seance room and talk directly to us. I was, I was floored. I thought, hey, doesn't this happen to you all the time? Is this a normal reading? I didn't know what a normal reading was. What is normal in a reading, in a tarot reading, in a clairvoyant reading, in a psychometry reading? Because he was doing psychometry. He's just holding a sheet of paper. He never opened it up and read the questions out loud. He had his eyes closed the majority of the time he was reading for me. Because he was seeing Clara audiently. He was using his third eye to see. And he was talking to my guides. He's talking to his guides. To talk to my people. You know, kind of like an operator. You go through the operator, they talk to the other person. But Reverend Bill English said, thank you for this wonderful experience and for sharing him, Nazareth. He says, I've never had an energy of such a high power from the fifth dimension in my seance room. I'm thinking, the fifth dimension? He goes, yes. That energy was not of this world. It was of the world, like the fifth dimension. I'm thinking, wow, that's, that's one I need to go look up, the fifth dimension. He said that I needed to connect and keep meditating with Nazareth and to keep a journal of what he gave. Write things down. And he said that you have some incredible, powerful people working with you. So you have a lot to do. So for my first reading with Reverend Bill English, a psychometry billet reading, I was happy that my questions were confirmed. I was overjoyed with the experience, but I was floored by what happened and what type of physical phenomena happened in broad daylight in his seance room without Bill having to be entranced or to produce the phenomena of spiritualism, to produce Nazareth. I wasn't entranced. We were both awake and listening to this intelligence named Master Nazareth speak to us. It's unexplainable and I'm very honored to have him as one of my master teachers as I said one of my master teachers but this was my first reading 
with a certified psychic medium, healer, ordained spiritualist minister who had been at camp for years prior to me ever going there and probably before I was born. And what a profound, extraordinary reading that I had. And that was just the beginning. Just the beginning. I would like to thank you all for joining me today. And I want you really to think about your experiences and how you've been touched by spirit or how you've been touched by a loved one. And what profound message did you receive? Don't forget how important you are. Don't forget that we're all light beings and we all have a message. Have a great week and thanks for joining us here at Mediums with a Message on Spotify. Listeners, this is Reverend Gil Hicks from Mediums with a Message here on Spotify Podcasters. I wanted to let y'all know that if you want to contact me, please go to mediumswithamessage at gmail.com and send me an email. I'd love to hear from my listeners. Any questions that you have, I would love to respond to them personally. If you'd like to connect with us, on mediums with a message on my Facebook page please go there to Facebook and I'll be more than happy to connect with you also I'm looking forward to our next episode and future guests to come on and to talk and to share stories and experiences about our mediumship and connecting with other people so that you have a greater understanding of how spirit has touched your life until our next episode. Thank you for joining us.